Welcome, everyone, to the Loans Can Be Fun podcast. Yeah. It's kind of a fun deal, huh? Yeah. Okay. LCBFPC <laughs> podcast. Hey, are you, you shouldn't, anyway. Okay. <laughs> All right. So today we wanted to talk a little bit about grants yep. and probably some first time homebuyer information. Yeah. Just some assistance. Yeah. Different ways to get assistance because. Yeah. Everyone knows it's tough right now. Yeah. Right now the rates are pretty dang high. We're hoping that they'll get better. We thought they'd get better sooner, but anyway. So a lot of people have been asking us about grants and what grants are available. What are your thoughts on grants, Trevor? So grants can be awesome, Mm -hmm. but there is a big if. Well, should we talk about what a grant is for those who don't know? (laughs) Just thought about that. Let's start there. Yeah. Okay. So I'll do that. You'd be thinking of what you were just going to say there. Okay. So grants are basically something where uh, an entity gives money or lends money to borrowers that fit in their little box, their their specifications. A lot of times um, it's counties, cities, things like that. that Government entities. Government entities, yeah. Most of the time that's the case, not always. Some banks can do it. Yeah, they're they're great, but... As Allison just mentioned, if you fit in their little box. I think that is the biggest thing about grants that frustrates me, Yep. even as a lender, is that the box is small. And the biggest thing that I think excludes most people is income limits. Exactly. Yeah, you can't make too much money uh, and still qualify for those Right. So it's like, grants. okay, we want you to not make enough... <laughs> So that you can qualify for the grant, but if you don't make enough, you can't pay for the house or qualify for exactly. the mortgage. They, they kind of seem like those two things don't quite line up exactly how they should. I think the grant limit should be higher, personally. Yeah, and I think there there are some that have been updating Yeah, uh, based on, you know, current, <laughs> current market, markets yeah. and things like that. So what we have found is most of the time the income limit is the issue. Um, Some of them have to be repaid. Some of them don't. So with a mortgage loan, like if you go get a just regular mortgage loan, it's called a first lien. It's in first position. And a lot of times these grants kind of go into a second position where it just basically shows there was a grant on the house or that there's something that needs to get paid off if you ever move or sell or refi, that those things have to be taken care of. Some of them are totally forgiven. Some of them are prorated based on how long you have it. And there's even some programs that if you make a lot on the sale of your home, you have to pay things back. So they are all different. That's what I'm going to say. But most of them have a big income limit. Exactly. Yeah, and... A lot of times they only work for specific areas. Mm -hmm. They only work for – there's some that work for only specific job types. That's true, like teachers or nurses, um, yeah. And then some particular job types or family situations get – extra perks mm-hmm. and, and other things. So, so for instance, um, Ogden has a grant called Own in Ogden and it's a great grant. And I, but I tell people like, okay, let's say for instance, from an income standpoint, they actually qualify for that grant. The house they buy may not. So Own in Ogden has property requirements that are outside of what the loan requirements are. So like, for instance, if they have uh, like a really small window in the basement, Own and Ogden won't want to lend on it. They want them to go in and cut out a big window that people can get out of. Interesting. So somebody, their, their loan was great. They qualified for the loan. 
Owen and Ogden went in, did their separate inspection from the regular home inspection, the appraisal, and they didn't like the windows. And so they said, if you want this grant, you have to go tear out the windows in the basement, make them bigger so that a fireman can get in with his big backpack. It hmm. killed the deal. Dang. Right? That's what I thought. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, and it's weird because you think, oh, they should just go along with whatever the loan wants because the loan requires it. But that's the thing. Each grant entity can pick and choose kind of those things they want. Yeah, well, I mean, they're entitled to rules if they're going to give it's you true. free money. Yeah. You know, and so we have one going on right now, which right now we're in 2023 um, and some grants run out of money. Um Davis County has a big grant, I think up to $50,000. Yeah, on some parameters. Yeah, I don't think most people would end up getting that much because it can only go towards certain things. But, I mean, that's a pretty awesome thing. I think that one has a sales price limit. If I This just came out. And income limits. And income limits, of course. So we find that most people that want grants don't qualify for them. What do we do if that happens, Trevor? Well, so... (laughs) Before okay. we move on okay. to that, All right. um, a lot of times grants are put on by, like Allison has mentioned, specific entities. And a lot of times you have to apply. <laughs> there's a dog here. Uh, you have to apply through that specific entity. Oh, yeah. So you don't just like call up your mortgage person to qualify for a loan and do your grant at the same time. Yeah. And what's interesting about the grant part of, you know, the approval is that, um, you know, they have their separate application. A lot of times we help people with that because we have a lot of the documents that they need, mm-hmm. right? And so people oftentimes are like, how do I do this? They're not, they, the ones we help people with have not been that complicated. Some of them want you to apply for it before you get under contract. And that's not as common. And the other ones want you to apply once you've gone yeah. under contract, meaning you've made an offer on a home and it's been accepted. So that's where it kind of gets a little bit tricky because we want to make sure that you can fit inside that box, but it's still not guaranteed. Yeah. So you could put an offer in on a house expecting to get, you know, $20,000 and, <laughs> and then no. they don't approve you. Yeah. And like Owen and Ogden, for instance, um, they, I can't remember if they have it currently, but they've had it where certain areas you could get more money. And I think they changed that in the last year. But I, I like we look them up basically when somebody wants a grant or is having a hard time getting money and things like that, because most people make too much money. Yeah, unfortunately, it's it's hard, but and they do help sometimes. So we we definitely know those and look them up each and each time it makes sense for a person. But when we don't have that, what do we do, Trev? <laughs> so there are other ways to get help with down payment and closing costs covered. Yeah. And one of the most popular and awesome Mm -hmm. ones here in Utah is called Utah Housing. Yeah. Utah Housing is awesome. Um, It is a more expensive loan generally because the way lenders get paid is we usually get paid kind of, I don't like to say the back end, but it kind of is. If we do this loan, then they pay us for doing that loan. The, The market pays us for doing that loan or the investor that buys it pays us for doing that loan. Now with Utah Housing, they don't pay lenders very much to do that loan. They just kind of want it as a service for people, but we can't survive if we don't charge for them. So yep. we have to we have to charge more. And I tell people that up front, like it's a more expensive loan, but it's a loan that makes it so you don't have to have like... Your minimum down yeah, payment. Like, like any money in unless, well, it depends. A, a lot of times it pays, well, it pays for the down payment and some of the closing costs. Yep. So depending on what program within Utah Housing 
instead of you coming up with your own down payment out of your pocket or out of your bank account or wherever that's going to come from, you get a second mortgage at the exact same time as your first mortgage that covers the down payment for you. And then um, depending on what loan program will depend on how much, like how big that second mortgage will be. Yeah. And it will cover a portion of the closing costs. Yeah. We tell people it's a portion of the closing costs. So we like to tell people like save, you know, several thousand dollars, maybe 4,000. You can ask the seller to pay those for you, but they don't have to. Yeah. So to guarantee yourself that you can buy a home, start saving some money if you can. Yeah. Um, a lot of sellers these days are willing to pay some closing costs. So it kind of depends on what the market's doing. Yep. I love Utah housing because it really helps people get in with very little skin in the game. Yep. And in some cases, you don't even have to put money in to a mortgage yeah. to get in, get one. So it's super exciting. The potential downsides of Utah yep. housing is... One, your monthly payment is going to be more money because yeah, you is. have two mortgages instead of one. Yep. So that is a, a downside. And then uh, another potential downside, but kind of a good side also, is that Utah Housing sets their own interest rates. Oh, yeah. I so, like that. So based on, like, no matter what lender you talk to, they're going to be held accountable or mm -hmm. held to the same standard. To the same standard 